Welcome to episode uh, 185 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is Tuesday, people. Tuesday, the 9th of February, uh, 2021. Uh, 2000, 2021. And um, it is my party and I'll cry if I want to. There we go. Um it is. Uh, I shouldn't be announcing this and that sort of thing. Uh, it is. Uh, it is the the day I stepped into the world um, more than forty years ago, and um, uh, yeah, it's been quite a nice day uh, so far. I got some presents. I love a fucking present. Um, so uh, I got some nice presents today, uh, and I'm just having a bit of a chilled out day, even though I'm uh, I'm doing the podcast. Um, and a few things planned, you know, not that we can really do much. Not really. I'm not a really big one for celebrating birthdays, you know what I mean? I'm not one of these, you know, people who go, all right, it's three weeks until my birthday. You're 52, Claire. Why are you still counting down to your birthday in fucking weeks like anyone gives a fuck anymore? It's acceptable to count down to your birthday up until the age of 13. As soon as you hit your teens, you need to forget about, like, counting down. Oh, only two and a half months until my birthday. No one gives a fuck. Um, yeah, so um, I'm having a bit of a chilled out day today. Uh, but I got some nice presents. I got, um, what did I get? I got a T-shirt. I got a um, couple of books, the Godfather books. Um, the first one, uh, The Godfather, obviously, and uh, The Last Don. So I'll be uh, scanning through those, reading those, um, looking out, no doubt, when the uh, summer comes, reading outside to make myself l- look uh, vaguely intelligent to any passers-by. And, um, and I also got the Sgt. Pepper's album on vinyl as well, um, which I was very pleased with, and then various other bits. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, so that was nice. So it, it's been nice so far. It's about 11 o'clock in the morning at the minute. So, um, yeah, birthdays are always a bit weird. Um, you feel, you know, I'm one of those people who doesn't like to make a bit of a a big fuss over it you know what i mean i just want to you know get on um i'm not anybody who worries about hey it's my 40th let's all have a party guys because nobody had fucking come anyway (laughs) those people you know he just sit there everybody makes an excuse i don't want to know that people fucking don't like me i'm quite happy being totally oblivious to the resentment uh, that people hold me in and just assume that most people kind of like me a little bit, but uh, I don't really want to know the truth, you know what I mean? And a birthday party will hit you with that truth greater than anything else. (laughs) When you're sitting alone, you know, you've uh, you've got enough, catering done and sandwiches for 30 people and there's just you and your family nobody from work has come none of these so-called friends and you spend the rest of the night crying into the arms of your grandma 
who kind of resents you a little bit because you're not the favourite. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Everybody, all your whole family's talking behind your back afterwards. Uh, I don't know. Uh, on the WhatsApp messenger group or whatever. Uh, I don't know. So uh, I'm just uh, taking it a bit easy today and enjoying myself uh, and taking it. Uh, might have a few beers later. Uh, have a, get a takeaway or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's planned. So um, uh, not that there is uh, much we can do at the moment. Um, I've spent the last couple of days do you have any of these days? Does, is anybody else like this? Um, I, I seem to be like this. I'll have a certain amount of days where I just hate on shit, you know, where things just fucking, ugh. particularly with social media. I mean, I, I, I despise social media, but I love it as well because it allows me to um, pinpoint my own point of view on things and then you know, exclaim a lot of the time when I'm looking through posts on social media. Um, this is what's wrong with the world. See, I was right. This is what's wrong with the world. <laughs> it allows me to judge people from a distance without them knowing that I'm judging them. And I kind of like that anonymity to my judgment. Um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, on this, uh, this is a uh, this was a fucking post by some fucking penai um, on Facebook. It, I'm not actually friends with the penai, but somebody I'm friends with must have commented on it. So it uh, so um, it's something about it's a post about um, uh, conifers trees being cut down at the end of somebody's garden. Uh, the conifers were so beautiful until the neighbours at the back decided to chop them right back. Yeah, it's their fucking conifers. They can do that. If they were yours, they wouldn't be fucking doing that, would they? So now, a uh, bit shocked this morning. Saw all the birds flying out this morning. Broke my heart. She was heartbroken at all the birds flying out of the trees. Um... Dave and Tracy, our wood pigeon couple, were sitting on the fence. I mean, I cried and I'm so upset. She's going, this woman can't take it. Um, the husband keeps shaking his head and can't believe how much they cut it down by. All the poor birds. Here's a fucking pity post if there ever was one. Did that make you cry, did it? And fucking wood pigeons sitting on a fucking fence. Was that the thing that fucking broke you? Um... I don't know. Um, and then it obviously, you know, the pity party starts from there, doesn't it? Oh, my God. The centre the center behind me did that, and they said they were dangerously tools. She had a shock when I went out and said it was on my land and she could not cut them down. Uh, I don't know what the centre means. She's obviously made a spelling mistake there, hasn't she? In a, in a rush to show her grief and support, um... Yeah, uh, this was the best one of the comments, though. Um, the weakest. All the weakos come out, don't they, in this. When you have a post like that, all the fucking weak people came out. It's essentially a list of people who need to be called to keep our species stronger. Um, this really upsets me, this person put. 
this really upsets me, things like this. I saw an old tree cut right back in a busy area, which wasn't causing any harm. <laughs> Not like the other trees who were fucking mugging people. Oi, give us your fucking wallet or I'll fucking branch ya. Um, But so much wildlife use it just breaks you. This woman was fucking broken by a tree having its branches cut right back. This woman was broken by topiary. If that is the benchmark for something that breaks you, I don't think you're going to be able to cope when things really go shit in your life. You know what I mean? This is somebody who is no doubt at the moment making a fucking placard, you know, or a or a fucking a, a sign saying free the bonsai trees because she thinks, you know, the restrictive growth of it is like too fucking, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, I, sorry, I'm so fucking angry about this. The restricted growth of it is just like too fucking cruel for her to contend with. What's the fucking matter with people today? They've probably, the council have probably cut those trees back because they see that it's a fucking danger or the branches are overhanging or it's too much fucking hassle. You know, if you're upset by it, fucking, you know, plant some conifers on your side and let them grow and then you can grow up and then you, your little wood pigeons have got a fucking home again. You know, Dave the Wood... Anybody who fucking names up chintzy fucking cute. Ah, I imagine going round at their house and they've got a... Ah, this is Willie the Worm. He's always uh, popping up out of the ground. Ah, there's uh, fucking Sarah the Spider in the corner. We wouldn't get rid of her because we don't want her to be homeless. Have you met Dave the Wood Pigeon outside? Oh, fuck off. What are you, five years fucking old? What's wrong with you? People who give things chintzy little names like that. I met. That tells you everything you need to fucking know about those people. Don't we? Ah, we've got like. We got we got Claire the fucking crab living in the fucking bath. We found her on a beach and decided to liberate her. And now she's living with us. You know, fuck's sake. I remember meeting somebody who was somebody. Yeah, another ex-girlfriend actually. But I don't think they're dating them anymore. So I can talk about it. <laughs> I did a gig uh, a few years ago. I forget where it was. I think it might. I think it might have been Jonglers or something like that. And somebody had brought their girlfriend along, who was obviously me. This will tell you everything you need to know about this girl. She was wearing like a patchwork, fucking self-made, fucking dress. She had blue hair and uh, and a fucking nose ring. Uh, that, you know, she was one of those, hey man, I'm a spirit, I'm not a human being, I'm just a spirit traveling through this life, trying to get on with everyone, and she had a fucking sausage dog that she was showing pictures of, this is Mr. Long Dog, <laughs> give it a fucking proper name, you know what I mean, you're not a 12 year old, there's a lot of women out there who seem to still act like they're a fucking 12-year-old girl and speak like fucking Queenie out of Blackadder. There's an awful lot of people, women, who have met like that. Now, I'm not having a go at women there, but come on, ladies. If you're honest with yourself, you fucking know the type. 
don't you? And they're like, oh, this is all cute. Hello, would you like a drink? Oh, yes, please. Could I just have a lemonade, please? Oh, fucking speak like a fucking adult. You get guys like that as well. It's not just a fucking thing for women, is it? Oh, oh, just... You get the guys, uh, they, they're sided with the guys who go, Oh, yes, sir. Hello, sir. Oh, how are you today, sir? Why are you calling me sir, you fucking... Just talk normally. What is wrong with hello, sir? How you doing, mate? You all right? Oh, hello, sir. How are you today? Like that, like they're some sort of fucking weird character. Um, Mr. Long Dog. I was just like, oh, God. I just, I died a little bit inside. You know, call it bangers and mash, whatever. It's a fucking sausage dog, whatever. Oh, this is Mr. Long. Hello, Mr. Long Dog. I bet that fucking dog hates it as well. Just looks at her every time. Hello, Mr. Long Dog. I'm back from work. How are you? Take the fucking nose ring out of your nose. Colour your hair right. And fucking go and buy some fucking clothes from off the shelf. I'm sick and tired of trying to sleep in my basket and listening to that fucking sewing machine running all night. You look like a fucking extra from Doctor Who who didn't quite make being the assistant. Um... I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, so these people were broken by trees being cut down. I mean, you know, I hold out no hope. Please tell me you haven't got children. Because it, they only get weaker. <laughs> uh, they're only going to get weaker. Um, there we go. What are we on? 13 minutes. Let's have a little bit of tea after that. It's just the whole... That whole thing, you know, yes, the tree, it's that whole, what it is, it's the fucking whole thing. This is an entitled post. People think they're not worried about the fucking trees. They're not worried about the fucking environment. They're worried about the fucking people at the back looking in their fucking bedroom window and not having enough privacy. That's all they're worried about. They're not... Worried about Dave the fucking wood pigeon and his fucking Mrs. Wood pigeon or fucking Sarah the fucking spider in the corner of the room. They're just worried about the fucking uh, neighbours looking in their garden and not having as much privacy because the trees have been cut down. But they can't say that because that would seem selfish. So they have to like project that onto wildlife like their neighbours have chopped down half the fucking rainforest and now they've got an orangutan just like, you know, that classic picture of the orangutan in a burnt-out field, like hugging onto the top of a tree stump. That's what they're trying to project, as if they're like, those trees were going to fuck... Oh, no, those trees have been cut down. Not completely cut down, by the way. Just, you know, levelled off at the top. And now those... This is going to send the fucking carbon emissions through the fucking roof. And we're going to have a fucking nuclear winter this year. They're not fucking worried about that. They're just worried about the fucking neighbours looking in their fucking bedroom. You know, having a cop at one of their tits. (laughs) When When they open the curtains and haven't been bothered to put a fucking bra on. Ah, Jesus. Um, 
That's all they're worried about, isn't it? Anyway, positive news here in the UK, uh, England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland. Positive news. Well, England anyway. Um, I don't know. I'd bundle them all in together. Why not? You know, we've got the same queen, haven't we? Uh, we all end up on a flag, don't we? The Union Jack. Who knows? But apparently, let's have a little bit of tea before we start this. Apparently, it's been in the news this week that pubs uh, may, uh, may be reopening in April. Hallelujah. So there is an end in sight. I think it'll be outside um, outside opening, they reckon, and they won't be serving alcohol. <laughs> Who goes to the fucking pub? This is something you're going to have to book him for, right? Like we had to last time. You get two hours there. You have to fucking book into it. Two hours there, and then they go, thanks for your two hours of custom. Now, fuck off and let somebody else come in. Um, you'll be on your own, only in certain certain size groups. And they, they this is the report that they get, pubs are going to open with no alcohol. Who the fuck is going to be bothered to go onto a website, book um, book two hours in a pub where you have to fucking wear a mask if you go to the toilet to have a... You know, and to to not drink alcohol and have a fucking lemonade. <laughs> I mean, you ain't going for the atmosphere, are you? Because there's fuck all atmosphere, as I found out when I went to the pub like last year. I think it was October or November time. You know, you're just sitting there. It's like a fucking weird date between Lou and me, me and my mate Lou. It was like a fucking first date that was going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting opposite each other, you know, not being able to go, desperately texting another friend to say, uh, oh, I've got to go now. Uh, I've got an emergency. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so, well, maybe let's be let's put a positive spin on this, shall we? Maybe this could be a gateway, a segue into a bit of normality returning to the pubs. The pubs open. The theatres will start opening. Ben Briggs of the Ben Briggs podcast starts gigging again. We have more interesting things on the podcast to talk about. Adventures we're getting into. And then we take over the world, baby. Um, That could be it. That could be it. Um, Anyway. So it's it's a little bit positive that the pubs have started to reopen. Um, It is Chinese New Year as well. This is one. This is one thing. Um, It is um, uh, yesterday, wasn't it? Yesterday? No, next week, isn't it? Yeah, next week. Chinese New Year. Although, um, for some reason, um, uh, it came up in my newsfeed with regards to that. It must be because, oh, yeah, because it was like traditions and superstitions and stuff like that. So um, it is going to be um, uh, the year of the ox. Uh, my year when I was born was the year of the dragon, which is clearly the coolest, the coolest animal out of all of them. Nobody wants to be a pig. Nobody wants to be a goat. Nobody wants to be, I don't know, is there a Chinese year of the ferret? I don't know. But apparently there's traditions that you um, you can't do Um if you're Chinese, you know, like superstitions and shit like that, which were quite interesting. Um, 
It's a taboo for a person, apparently, to brew herbal medicine or take medicine the first day of uh, Chinese New Year. I never knew this. So if you're Chinese and you are um, uh, drastically ill, you have to take your life into your own hands. Uh, you're not meant to eat meat or porridge for breakfast, apparently. Uh, that only poor people have porridge for breakfast and should um, people don't want to start the year. Po- ah, right. Okay, that's it. That, that makes sense. There's a, Apparently only poor people have porridge for breakfast and the people don't want to start the year poor as this is a bad omen. Ah, fucking hell. If it was only, uh, I'd start the normal new year poor every year. And then that is a bad omen because that seems to go on throughout the rest of the year. <laughs> I start Chinese New Year poor, our normal New Year poor, halfway. I start every fucking month poor. <laughs> um, yeah, so don't eat porridge. Don't sweep or take out garbage. The act of sweeping on this day is associated with sweeping wealth away. Well, yeah, you can. I know, I'm not sure how much, you know how much money you're going to get for the dust on the floor. But there's a logic behind that, isn't there? Don't wash clothes and hair. What is that associated with um, washing wealth away? It's all to do with wealth. The old Chinese are a bit hung up on wealth, aren't they? Um, People do not wash clothes on the first and second day because these two days are celebrated as the birth of Shuishin, the water god. I haven't said that right. I don't even, I know I haven't even said that right. Hair must be washed on the first day of the lunar year. Must not be washed, sorry. Um, needlework shouldn't be done. A married daughter is not allowed to visit the house of her parents. She ought to be getting banged on the first day, is that it? A married daughter is not allowed to visit the house of her parents. This is believed to bring bad luck to the parents. <laughs> yeah, because they have to fucking pay out for something. More wealth stuff. I like this. I like this Chinese philosophy seeming to be based on the same philosophy of buying Bitcoin. <laughs> Look after the wealth. Uh, keep children from crying. Oh, Jesus. The cry of a child is believed to bring bad luck to the family. In my family, the crying of a child brought bad luck to the child. <laughs> uh, in my family, crying as a child brought the classic phrase... Stop your crying or I'll give you something to cry about. (laughs) Thank you for that uh, liberal parenting I received in the uh, 80s and 90s. Um, Avoid breaking tools or other equipment. Uh, uh, During this period is associated with, hey, here we go, a loss of wealth. A bit hung up on the old wealth, aren't they, the old Chinese? No visiting hospital. That's lovely. So you can't take any medication and you can't get any visitors. Fucking great. Don't be taken into hospital in China on Chinese New Year's Day. Uh, Avoid being stolen. What's that? Do not let other people take objects, including money. Here we go. Back to money again. Fucking hell. From your pocket during the spring festival. Don't tell me. Being having things stolen from you is uh, associated with losing wealth. <laughs> Who the fuck lets people do not let other people take objects, don't take money from your pocket during the spring festival? Two days after the fi- spring festival, you catch a pickpocket. Ah, oh, no, you're fine, it's all right. That's not going to bring me any bad luck. 
Jesus. Avoid borrowing money. Uh, it's all money-based, isn't it? The rice jars should not be empty. The rice jars should not be allowed to become empty. This causes grave anxiety as this cessation of cooking during the New Year period is an ill omen. Yeah, I imagine what's behind that is if the rice jar is empty, uh, you may feel a slight sense of hunger towards the end of the week. Well, yeah. Don't wear damaged clothes. Do you not wear clothes that are damaged? If kids especially wear such clothes in the first lunar month, it's said to bring bad luck because obviously it makes you look poor. Is that it? Oh, here's one. Here's one. Uh, <laughs> this is the best one. I don't mean to take the piss out of the Chinese New Year, but this is fucking pretty obvious. No killing. Uh <laughs> Try not to kill anybody in the ch uh, the start of the Chinese New Year. It may bring you bad luck, like uh, possibly going to prison later on in the year. Uh, <laughs> killing should be avoided from the 1st to the 15th of the Lunar New Year as blood is considered an ill omen, which will cause misfortune such as knife wound or a bloody disaster. People usually kill chickens, ducks, pigs and fishes before Chinese New Year or on Chinese New Year's Eve. Fucking hell. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> the old uh, the old farmyard animals. Oh, fucking hell. It's the night before Chinese, Chinese New Year's coming up. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Shit. Uh, do not wear white or black clothes as these two colours are considered with mourning traditionally. And the last one, don't give certain gifts. Don't give certain gifts like clocks, scissors, and pears, as they have a bad meaning in the Chinese culture. Um, well, clocks are expensive, aren't they? Scissors you can fucking stab people with. And what was the other one? Um, pears. I have no idea why pears would be fucking bad luck. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. Don't do any of those things so your Chinese New Year, when it starts on the 13th, is, um, is it the 13th? What did it say? 12th. So when it starts on Friday, um, it'll be, uh, it's fucking weird superstitions like that, isn't it? I mean, we have weird shit like, you know, don't, it's bad luck to put new shoes on a table and, uh, you know. My girlfriend's mental with fucking magpies. You know, one, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a regional thing, the magpie thing. I don't fucking understand that. She fucking, you know, sees a magpie. She's got to greet one magpie. Then she's got to, you know, the uh, if there's two magpies, she's got to greet and do something else and then not, not acknowledge the third one. If a third one flies down, if a fourth one comes down, she's got to fucking... Sh Show them a tits or something like that. I I have no idea what it is. Magpie tradition. Let's have a look. She did try explaining it to me one day, and like I got to the fourth magpie, and I just fucking switched off. You know, you go in, you know, you go in motor mode, and you just yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You find yourself just going yeah, 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 and then every now and again you got to oh yeah, mm hmm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Magpie traditional uh, song. Here, here it is. She, yeah, that was it. She did a fucking song. What is the original Magpie rhyme? Here it is. Uh, first recorded in 18, 1780. Oh, God. What is it? What is it? 
This is the magpie shit. I know people are probably screaming out, oh, wow, you know, yeah. I couldn't give a fuck. I see a magpie and I just think, one, here it is, one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a funeral, four for birth. That doesn't even rhyme. Why doesn't that rhyme? Four for birth, five for heaven, six for hell, seven for the devil, his own self. That doesn't rhyme. One for sorrow, two for joy, three for a funeral, four for a boy, surely. <laughs> four for a toy, four for birth, five for heaven, six for hell, seven for the devil, his own self. I, I have no idea. Who's ever seen seven magpies? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. This is a modern version. One for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy. Oh, right. Okay. That, right, that's better. <laughs> Somebody's looked at the original and gone, uh, no one's going to fucking remember this, Kevin. No one is going to fucking remember this. It doesn't fucking rhyme. What is it? Four for what? Um, so it's one for sorrow, two for joy. This is if you see them, by the way. Three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, it's fucking, you know, I just look at a magpie. Does nobody else just look at a fucking magpie and go, oh, there's a magpie there, isn't it? Like, meant to be quite intelligent, probably more so than the fucking weirdo standing next to me doing a fucking rhyme and fucking tapping her head. Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, that'll get me in trouble, no doubt. <laughs> uh, what are we on? We've covered everything, haven't we? We've covered everything. Chinese New Year. We've mocked that. Uh, no doubt anti-Chinese. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're on uh, 29 minutes and 48 seconds. Um, that was episode 185 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Um, if you have any questions or you want to contact me at all, it is just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your working week. Um, stay safe out there, people. Uh, and I'll be back to you at the weekend. Take care. <laughs>